Remain standing as we look over in Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Hebrews 6, 9. God is good all the time. All the time. Amen. The Word of God says, even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, the things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown Him as you have helped His people and continue to help them. This time we'd like to go to God in prayer. Randy Davis, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown Him. We'd like to preach a few moments this morning upon this thought, God's will. God's will. You know, when I was growing up in Pike County, y'all know you have an Eastern Kentucky preacher up here? That's why sometimes there's certain words I still can't say. And Sheila makes fun of me, and they hear it a lot on Wednesday nights and certain words don't roll out. But when you live in Pike County, you learn a few different things. And one of the sayings that we used to say a whole lot, if it's God's willing and the creek don't rise, We'll be there. You ever said that before? It's God's willing and the creek don't rise. So see, where I lived in Pike County in that little place called Stone, Kentucky, Dad had a little Methodist church that was there. And between our house and the main road was a little creek that ran down through there. And it had two little bridges, and we were down in the valley. And all the rain that ran off of those mountains out there in eastern Kentucky would come right down into stone. And if the creek got up too much, guess what? We stayed home. We couldn't go anywhere. So when anybody ever said, God's willing, God's willing, and the creek don't rise, I understood what that meant. But a lot of folks, that's just like sort of an excuse not to do something, right? But what, when I think about God willing or God's will, you ever think about what God's will is? I believe today we all can agree that we need more of God's will in our lives. Amen? We need to understand more about what God asks from us and what God expects from us to be. I believe today that God is an almighty God. God is there with us to give us what we need in every hour of our lives. The only problem we have sometimes is we don't listen to Him enough, do we? We just don't hear Him. I believe that God talks to all of us every day, doesn't He? Every day He is sharing something with you. Every day He is giving you the path that He hopes that you will walk down. Every day He is giving you inspiration in what your future looks like. Every day He is saying, I want to take you by the hand and give you the strength to be able to go on in your life. But I know this is not you. It's your old preacher. Let me tell you something. Sometimes I think I know more than God. You ever do that? Sometimes I think it's my will needs to be done. And still the will of God. Sometimes I think that what I have and the strength that I have in my life, that I am doing better than God does. I found out in my own personal life that you have to be careful when you think you know more than God knows. Amen? Because my will is not a perfect will. What I expect in my life is not perfect. 
what I think is good for me is not perfect. But when I realize to myself, if I do it God's way and listen to God's will, God is going to direct me and help me to be able to be the person that I need to be in my life. So today the big question is, what is God's will? How do we know where God wants to direct us? How do we know where God wants to point us? Understanding God's will is very important because it affects everything that we do. Do you realize that? Now today I want you to know this, and I hope you smile a little bit about this. God has a hand in every aspect of your life, doesn't He? He has a hand in all aspects of your life. He has a, a hand in where you work, your job, your house, your clothes that you have on your back, your health. God has a hand in all of those things, doesn't He? And praise be to God through God's will, He has allowed you to remain here this long. Amen? He gives you a breath every day. He gives you a heartbeat every day. He gives you what you need in your life. It is God's will to give you what you need. It is God's will to take care of those things in your life. The question this morning, how do we realize God's will? How do we know it's God's will and not our will, Right? How do we know that we're not saying to ourselves that we're living a life that pleases me instead of pleasing God? As Christians, our number one responsibility should be pleasing who? God. Pleasing God, not pleasing anybody else. But doing God's will and letting God's will be done. How do we do that? How do we say to ourselves, Lord, I'm willing to receive your will in my life. Lord, I am willing to accept the goal and the way that you want me to live. God, I am willing to accept that in my life. First of all, I believe that we need to learn God's will in our Christian life. I believe today it's a privilege to be a Christian. Amen? It's blessed to be able to say to yourself and to others, I am a Christian. Because that title gives you a couple of things. That title not only gives you the opportunity to live a Christian life on this earth, right? But it also gives you a key to a place called what? Heaven. It is God's will for you to be in heaven someday. It is God's will for Christians to be reunited in heaven. Over in 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning with verse 12, it says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at furry ordeals that come on you to test you, as though something strange is happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the service of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. So that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. Praise be to God, when you're a Christian, you need to feel something, don't you? You need to feel His Spirit in your heart and your life. And it is God's will for Christians to be alive, isn't it? It's for God's will that God looks at Christians and say, you have something to live for. You have something that the world didn't give you. And what? And the world can't take it away. What you have as a Christian, it is God's will for you to be able to have that with you every day of your lives. When I was 
having a prayer this morning with Donnie in Kansas. It just, it's just amazing to me to watch them two grow up and Cammie and the other kids that are growing up. I remember when little Miss Kansas, remember that, Annette, when she came? She about, what, about that tall? Came to church here? Yeah, about, yeah. And I, I, you know, just watching them grow and them grow and them grow. And when I was praying a while ago and God was speaking to us all, one of the things that Donnie and Kansas had to realize is the God that was with them in the middle school is going to be the God that's with them where? In the high school. Well, folks, we need to realize that too as a Christian, don't we? God is with you all the time. God's will is to be your co-pilot. God's will is to be there for you because, see, I believe as Christians it is God's will for you to be more than just being a Christian is just being more than being saved. Amen? Being a Christian is just more than being baptized. Amen? Being a Christian is more than just joining a church. Being a Christian is being a Christian every day. And you're doing God's will every day. You're emoting and shaping your life and helping others around about you to feel that glory of God. We have to stand for God in our life. The world says, don't worry about God's will. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Act however you want. Because nobody else is going to say anything about it, right? Today, I believe as Christians, we need to be proud that we serve God, right? We need to be proud and say it is God's will that I was saved, that I was baptized, that I have a church family, and beyond that, I have God in my life. And it is God's will that every day that I breathe and I share with others words that come from God. As Christians, God's will is for you to be able to grow every day more like Him. As Christians, we need to become stronger in our faith every day. I believe truly and honestly today, we as Christians have been way too weak far too long. Amen? We've just let everybody roll over us, haven't we? We've just let the world dictate how we, how we worship. We've let the world dictate how we behave as Christians we let the world dictate what we say is good and what is evil and what is bad. But I want you to know as Christians, the Word of God has not changed, right? And it will never change. No matter how many folks want to change certain things, right? It will not change. And the Word of God for Christians and God's will for us as Christians is to be able to live that way every day. So I believe as a Christian, God's will needs to be something that's a part of your life, right? That you need to have that will of God in your life and you feel His presence. Next of all, what is God's will in your family? Folks, I believe today that the family unit should be something special, shouldn't it? It should be something very special in our lives. You know, I was thinking the other day, Sheila and I were at home, and, you know, we have, well, we don't have cable. We're one of them people that cut the cable. Cable, is that how you say it? Cut the cord. That's what they say. We cut, that scared me to death. I remember when they came and took the, the cable out, I was like, oh, Lord, am I ever going to be able to see WBKO and the weather come in again? All right? We finally figured that out. And I was sitting there the other night, and we've got so many channels on our TV 
that I, it takes me, if it's the 30-minute show, it takes me 15 minutes to find one, and I'm already half through the show, right? And then Sheila really gets on me because I sit there, and I, I just love that last button on your remote. Any the rest of y'all got that? Where you just sit there and flip back and forth. Commercial, you don't want to watch commercials. You just flip back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we got hundreds of channels you can watch on TV and all these different things. I remember as a young boy, we used to have family time as a unit at home. And we had like two channels. This is going to blow everybody's mind. But sometimes you would have to get on top of the roof and turn the antenna. Any rest of you ever do that? There were certain things that mom and dad wanted to watch that wouldn't come in just right, especially when the wind would blow. And they'd have me go outside and hold on to the pole for just a little while. So it would move around. You had two channels. And if you wanted to turn the channel, you didn't sit back here and just go. You never lost a remote control because you know why? You didn't have one. You didn't turn the volume. You had to walk over and turn the volume up and down. But families sort of seemed like then they were together, weren't they? I remember growing up, we ate together. Y'all remember that? We're growing up, you used to, if you went somewhere, we all went because we only had one car, right? We were together. We had a family unit. What is God's will in our family today? I believe that God needs our families to come back to God, to Him, don't we? Doesn't He? We need to get back to Him because we let the world come into our family too much, right? Being a Going from two channels up to whatever channels we got at the house, 200, I don't know, that's a lot. That's just one example of how the world has got more and more of us, isn't it? How our kids stay in their bedrooms, you know, some people don't even see them all night long. They come home from school and they're gone. I believe at my house when I was, when I was young, I've told you all this before, but it will straighten you out, let me tell you. You do this with your kids some. My mom and dad stayed up till I got home. And mom and dad, before we went to bed every night, my dad would read the upper room to me before I went to bed. And he would pray with me. And then at the end of the praying in the upper room, then the consequences for being late getting home came, right? But I knew my mom and dad cared about me. It is God's will for that to be today too, isn't it? Over in 1 Timothy verses 3 through 5, we'll just look at verse 5 there. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? Anyone that could not take care of their own family, how can they take care of God's church? We are so blessed today to have a loving church family, but you are also blessed to have your family of your own, aren't you? A family that is God's will for the Word of God to be heard. Where it is God's will, I still believe that families need to pray together, don't they? When we actually, when we say a family that prays together, what? Stays together when they are there. I believe we need to do that. I believe we need to teach our kids the importance of a family going to church, don't you all? I've told you all this many times before, but at my house when I was growing up, it wasn't Honey, do you want to go to the church? Do you want to go to church today? Or, honey, do you want to go? Or do you have something else going on? Mommy and daddy go to church, or mama's going to go to church. No, it wasn't like that. Mom and dad started the car and said, Get in the car. We're going to church. 
I believe today we need more of that. Amen? More people that center their family and their life around their church and say that's God's will. That is God's will for me to have that in my life. It is God's will for me to feel that. It is God's will for me to be able to hear the Bible read in my home. It is God's will for us to pray together in our home. It is God's will for me to be able to feel His presence. I truly believe today if you'll do this, if you allow God back into your home, things will change a lot. If you allow God to be that center of your family and, do, and understand God's will and allow God to be in control, God will bless you. So, so far we've looked that God's will is so important, isn't it? It affects us all around about us. God is there for us. Well, this last point this morning is for all of us. What is God's will for our church? What is God's will for this church? Over in Matthew chapter 16, beginning with verse 18, it says, when well, verse 18, And I tell you that I are, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Do you know something? Whose church is this? I've heard some people say, well, I'm going to go down to Paul Mills' church. No, 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 no. No, this is not Paul Mills' church. He just goes there to church. This is God's church. You're on holy ground when you were here. God has blessed this place. God has said this is where my will is for you to have a place where you can come to worship. And it is God's will, and I think we're blessed to have Bethlehem Church. Amen? And God is going to continue to bless us until we don't do His will. And as long as we stay in God's will, He is going to be there to give us strength, to give us comfort, and to understand what God's will is. How do we do that? God has richly blessed us. We're going to have a a remembrance service or celebration service in the first Sunday in June. I think back a couple of years ago, some of y'all are here that can, can talk about two years ago, standing on the front porch out there going, boy, this is scary. What are we going to do? We don't, I, don't, I don't know anything. The first time Nick ever looked at me and said, well, Brother Paul, if we get up all this through, we're going to have to have bylaws. And I remember looking at him going, what? We're going to have to have what? And we're going to have to have all these things, and all these things are going to have to fall into place, and, and all these things that we're going to have to do. And I remember many, many times we prayed, and we talked to God, and we asked God. And the big thing that I think that we all figured out through this, and I hope there's a big amen for this, when you do it God's way, God's going to bless you. Amen? But there was a couple of times for myself, I wasn't doing it God's way. I was looking out for myself, and God got me back in line real quick. Amen? But God's will. What is God's will for this church? I believe God has something in store for us. I believe God wants to build this church. But it takes all of us being willing to do what? Listen to God's will. And stand firm. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I've had some people say, 
Well, Brother Paul, what's people going to think when I go out and tell them what we believe? Well, I believe, thanks be to God, I am not ashamed of God. Amen? And God is not ashamed of me. And I want to share about God's Word to as many people as I can and tell them the truth. What is God's will for our church? Today, I believe when we stay in that center of God's will, He's going to bless us. We're going to continue to be blessed. But the very minute anybody... Anytime that we see or we taste or we hear that God's will is not in the forefront of our church, then boy, watch out, right? Because as fast as it's built is as fast as it can crumble. We have to stay there in that center of God's will and do understand more of God, what God is asking from us. We have many new and exciting things happening here at our church and Some wonderful, wonderful blessings, things that are taking place. But we always have to remember beyond any shadow of a doubt, no matter what it looks like or what we call it, we have to make sure it is in the center of God's will. And then He will bless us. What is God's will? I don't know. I've, I've figured out, and you have too. When you try to figure out everything, you're just going to get very confused, aren't you? When I try to figure out what I'm going to be doing next week, it don't work like that. When I try to figure out what next month is or a year from now, it it just don't work like that. Because I don't know what God has planned. I don't know what God's willing is in the creek rising, right? I just know that in my life, I have to do and have God at the forefront of my life and truly believe in God's will and what His plan is. So today, what is it? What is the plan for you? What is the plan for your family? Maybe today there's something that you need to to pray about for your family. Maybe there's something there that's just not right. Maybe there's just something there that God's will is not a part of. Maybe there's just something there that can only be fixed and changed with the help of God and doing God's will. Well, you know, what's great about that situation is is all you have to do is ask Him, right? God, here's my problem. Here's what's going on. And God, I want to turn it over to you. What's that... What's God's will in your own Christian walk? Where are you at? Praise be to God. All saved ones here this morning. Praise be to God that you are saved. Amen. And you're in God's will. Praise be to God for all of you that have been baptized. Amen. Praise be to God for all of you that have joined the church. Amen. But there's more than that. What's God's will for you? What is He wanting from you today? What is He talking to you about today? Maybe that's something you need to pray about. God, I'm just stuck. God, I'm stuck as a Christian. God, I'm just going through the motions. God, what is your will to help me to be able to overcome? What's the will, God's will for this church? I hope every day you pray for this church. Because it's your church. It's your family. 
It's what God wants you to be. And as a church family, we come together and we pray together. But we serve the risen Savior, and that's our goal. We're doing God's will, and we need to pray for that every day. Today, what is God's will? I don't know. He tells me what His will is for me. I don't know what His will is for you. This morning, you have to be able to open your hearts and your minds and accept it and feel His grace and His peace in your life. We invite you to pray at your pew this morning. We also invite you to pray as always. The altar is always open. We invite you to pray. and I invite you to talk to God about whatever He shared with you this morning as we have our closing song. Joe Mark.